Hey, it's Fumbling Around. I'm Andy. I'm Matt. And we're fumbling around. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, everybody. Yeah. We're, just, we're in front of a live in here. studio audience. <laughs> but uh, uh, so I sent uh, an article to you earlier and it wasn't a very long article. So it doesn't matter if you read it or not, because all the whole point of it was is that the NBA is uh, for their for their streaming service. They're trying out this new thing where. If you, they're going to have a mobile view, basically a mobile shot, so that if you're watching on your phone, you can switch over to view that is more zoomed in on the action. Interesting. Yeah. So because yeah, the bird's eye view, not a yeah. bird's eye view, the but the standard NBA view or whatever is zoomed out because everybody has a big screen TV and it's been assumed that you're watching on an even larger screen, larger screen. But now a lot of people are watching on their phones, so it's going to yeah. be a very specific, almost phone or eye like tablet view which is i've been doing that a lot more this year than ever is watching stuff on my ipad oh really yeah um yeah i uh i i just like take it around like uh saturday night i'll like hang out in the green room at pointless okay uh and have the game on uh before we go up for our set it's just like you can just have the game there all right i like Taking money at people uh, for the late night improv show at the Ant. Yeah, uh, just in the sitting there in the lobby with by, the, by taking money from people. He means <laughs> I'm robbing he, them. He works the ticket booth <laughs> at a theater in Hamtramck. Yes, I work the ticket booth at a theater in Hamtramck, <laughs> and they, we have a late night improv show on Saturdays. Planet Ant, shout out, check it out. Uh, Mondays at eight or Saturdays at ten thirty. Yep, Come yep, see yep. me in Hamtown Races there, starting November twenty third. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll like I'll. Be sitting there with the till and just have my iPad on the um, windowsill there. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Which is, and it's cool. Like, I feel like the NBA, at least in America, I don't know what like any like soccer leagues over in Europe or anything like that are doing. But here, I feel like the NBA is, it's not even winning the internet. It is far beyond what any other sport is doing on the internet right now. I mean, the, uh, Major League Baseball still. I think they maybe like um, gotten a little better about this, but for a long time they you couldn't even find their clips on YouTube. And yeah. I still think that's true. Like you put an Alan Trammell on YouTube, you find like an episode him and uh, Lou Whitaker were on Magnum PI. <laughs> you cannot find like there should be a thousand double play compilations like or something like yeah. that. Like well, you type some, in Isaiah Thomas and you're going to get nothing but clips from the bad boys. I think some like, leagues, I think the NFL is a little bit like that too, like super protective, but it's, it's like the, it's like the blackout rule. Like it's, it seems to me like people not understanding how the technology can help you. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, uh, college football, they, they don't police it as much. Like you can find full games on YouTube sometimes, but like a lot of people just make their own. Um, there's a guy called Wolverine historian, I think that does like a 30 minute highlight film of every game and it's up the next day and they don't care that they're right. out there. Nobody cares. It and makes like sense. That, yeah. That's what the NBA, the NBA were, you could have, you could have went two ways. Like don't allow this on YouTube or just let anybody put anything up. And it's just like, yeah, it's better for your brand. The NBA is raking in money now, yeah. like overseas all because they're very smart, very sophisticated with, uh, the way they're handling all this. That's 
people are going to have to figure it out. Yeah. Like ESPN is in uh I feel like they are heading towards disaster. <laughs> like they they put so much money into so many different leagues and teams and like they shoveled millions of dollars over just to Texas to start the Longhorn Network. I like multi-billion dollar contracts with the NFL, NBA, um the SEC has a crazy contract with them, you know, like they've put so much money cuz it it was worth it when uh every single person who buys a cable package in America, they're unwittingly giving $3 a month to uh ESPN. Right. That is an unsustainable like uh model now though. Like that's not going to be yeah. there forever. Especially because they've lost there's just not that much content yeah. that's specific to ESPN. Yeah. Like all the local sports, that's where a lot of the money for the NBA and things like that are is yeah. that like Fox Sports. Like they still have that market. That's not ESPN. Like yeah. I I could live without ESPN. Um and maybe I don't know. I mean they have like wait, do they have Monday night football now? Yep. So they have Monday night football, which whatever. I mean I, I can I like I Basically, that's the only reason why I have cable now is sports. Yeah. Uh, and it's simple. It won't be – I like they're going to have to find a way to make it simple because they're not going to get $3 a month from everybody no matter their interest level. They're going to have to figure out like if it's like a streaming service, if they're like – if if it's a a la carte thing or they have their own Netflix style. Well, they have Watch ESPN now, but maybe – that's all that you subscribe right. to, but then that's going to have to but be like $10 deals, a month or whatever. Right now, even with that, there's deals in place with like Comcast where Comcast can block you from accessing mm-hmm. ESPN unless you have a Comcast account. Actually, yeah. I don't want to say that for sure. That might not be true, but no, there yeah, are it is. kind of those barriers in place. Yeah. There used to be. It's strange because uh, if, I, if I am on my iPad on non-Comcast uh, internet, I put in my password and everything. But if I'm at like a friend's house who has Comcast internet but not cable, I can't watch the games. Right. Which is weird. But yeah. Yeah. But I do think eventually all of that will change. For the NBA right now, it serves them. They have these contracts with like Fox Sports. But eventually, Fox Sports is not going to be able to afford to pay that kind of money. Or these people. Like you said, once but yeah, there, so many the, people are leaving cable, yeah, they're not going to be like able to afford to pay these huge contracts. Their contract with the NFL is I don't know how long, and most of their most of all the NCAA contracts are at least a decade longer. The, most of them are going to end in twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five. So, if it gets to a point where the cable model has folded and ESPN has to figure out a way to like make money, so they are aren't losing a couple billion dollars a year paying these contracts, um, then they're fucked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when the time comes, when the time comes that these big NCAA, like, uh, conferences are already starting up their own stations, like the one thing that those are all had, those are all paired with like BTN is paired with Fox. Are, like that's where, right, but uh, I mean, like ESPN that, would have maybe had some kind of leeway because they have all the equipment yeah. because it's it's a very sophisticated yeah. process. But like ESPN a makes money game. from 
SEC network. That's okay. like a, an Do they use their equipment, do you think? Because I, I was going to say That's ESPN a... would have maybe a leg up in streaming because you can't just get – it's not like you can just yeah. jump out there with an iPhone and stream it. Although mm. I got to go into one of the ESPN trucks when I was at the Rutgers game. I have a buddy that does like the live stat stuff oh, yeah. for the broadcast. And I saw, like, I just ran into him around the stadium before the game, and he took me into one of their, like, double wide um, control rooms. And it was like mission control. There was so much going on in there. That's I can't, like, awesome. I didn't realize how much was going on. There was, like, a whole bank of TVs and three different work panels with all, like, hundreds of knobs right. and stuff. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was, a, it's a huge production that I didn't, for, Michigan Rutgers. I right. can't even imagine what it would be for like the Super Bowl. Or I something. wonder. I wonder how much. It's always. I always wonder about that. Like how how produced everything is and yeah. how they have all this. And it's just like, could you like? I feel like I'd be fine. You could do a much worse job <laughs> putting these games up, and I would still be fine with it. But well, you say that there was the first football game. The first college football game of the year was played in Australia. It was Hawaii Cal and. They had their announcing team. They left them in Bristol, so they were watching on TV from Bristol and announcing the game. Why? And it was horrible. I don't to save money. I guess I don't but know how much. It was it was bad. It was bad. That's so lame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like send them there. It's two people. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, it was it was weird, and they like weren't as engaged as. Uh, it was like two people watching the game and commenting on right, it. They were yeah. like, they were going off on weird tangents, like not engaged in the game at all, talking about like uh, teams that had nothing to do. Like this is the first game of the year, and they're talking about like Alabama. Like no, like let's watch this game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but even like especially football, I feel like that's where the most effort goes in in terms of like. So there's a play. Yeah. And then all of this non-action, yeah. and there's cuts to there's the coaches' a, faces, showing guys running off. Like there's so much. The guy going dressed on. as Beaker in the stands, right? Or whatever. And I wonder. I'm sure I'm used to it now, and I would notice it, and I would prefer it the way it is being done. But I imagine at some point in between plays, it was just an aerial view of guys like scrambling around to get back into the play. Yeah. Like you know, like when, when they, they first, first started. Yeah, yeah. Which, there's, uh, which is fine. There was. Um, the most complete copy of the first Super Bowl, some guy in like Kansas has it on film, and the, the NFL wants it really bad, and he he's he knows how much they want it, uh, and they're like uh, they're like no we're not gonna pay you two million dollars for the like it's ours it's our intellectual property, but the dude deserves like right. if he has the film also, of the first you're Super the Bowl, NFL just. Open and open up your wallet. I know, I know. I, they're like strong arming this guy. Like, that's a part of like that's a part of it. Like, they have ESPN and uh, the NFL. They have made things like that possible by making people care. Right. Like, well, it's so weird. The <laughs> NFL just. I just feel like the NFL is continually tripping and falling into money. Uh, they don't. I don't think they know what they're doing. It's just that I, people just love football. Or does it kind of? suck this year does the nfl kind of suck this year there's too many teams that aren't they don't do anything particularly interesting or great and like their numbers are down their viewership's down that's what's down yeah and it's i think it's because like like 
uh, I watched a little bit of like San Francisco, Tampa Bay, and I was like, no, I'm no, I'm good. I don't. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> there's. Yeah, it seems very unfamiliar. I don't know. I mean, there's I wonder, nothing particularly exciting. Are most people like playing most... fantasy football or anything? No, that no. I think every year there's more people playing fantasy football, but you don't have to watch the games. Right. You just have to be a stat hawk. Right. But people, I feel like for a while though, that was that was helping ratings. People yeah. would want to watch them. You'd it would give you an interest in watching a game yeah. that you otherwise would have no interest in. Yeah. So like with college, I don't need a vested interest to enjoy watching football. I'll watch I'll watch Akron play Northern Illinois on a Tuesday night because it's there and it's football right. and it's great. I like I just said the Niners and the Buccaneers. It's like I I'm, I'm fine. It's just not interesting. Yeah, I, it's got to right it's right the ship. I don't know what else you can do, but I do feel like the NFL has just rested on the fact that you know, we're just everybody. America is a football country, and we're just going to continue making money. Yeah, we don't have to be innovative like the NBA doing all these stats things. Yeah, like they launched a whole website well, a few years back with stats because there have been a couple coaches that have gone there with the idea of adding that wrinkle in, and it seemed for a while like Chip Kelly was going to be the guy that did it because his first season, season and a half. We're fine in Philly. Like he was, he was doing things. That he was putting up really impressive offensive numbers. And I read this thing from Smart Football, which if you if you don't know Smart Football, really good like in depth analysis about teams and like how different offensive styles work and things. Like if you want to learn about the like that intricacies of the game, that's a blog to check out. But uh, reading this thing about Chip Kelly and how dumbed down his offense has gotten how predictable like that was not the case you couldn't you couldn't watch an Oregon game and know what the hell they were gonna do right but now like he made this really interesting point about how it's the most predictable offense in the Big Ten or Big Ten in the NFL (laughs) I have Michigan on the brain uh, that the Eagles became the most predictable offense in the NFL by the end of his reign there like, how did that happen? The NFL just, like, swallows up um, interesting ideas and yeah. spits them back out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know there was talk at the start of the season, too, if the con- the way they've been handling concussions would affect viewership. I just feel like it's it's too soon to... I don't think... Yeah. I don't, I don't think that is a big effect. It. I think it's that... The football isn't that great right now, right? That's just that's just yeah. I mean, like a lot of the names, like yeah. the Manning. Manning's gone. I mean, Manning hasn't been Manning yeah. for the last few years, anyways. I mean, he won the Super Bowl last year, but not necessarily because yeah. he dominated. It's I, just like yeah, it's it's become so corporately sterilized. Do you think actually though? Do you think it's the lack of? quarterbacks i mean not that there aren't good quarterbacks but like you go back six years you had you had manning brady brady's still there but then you had um drew Brees, uh aaron Rodgers, who's still in the league but i mean it's been a long time people get sick of it maybe i think roethlisberger i don't know i know those people are still there but they're in their past right yeah except for brady who's still just great yeah which is crazy 
you yeah, um... I know. But it, like, <laughs> do you think it's partly that that there maybe. are not? Maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I maybe, but I I think it, it there's. Uh, I I love that's one of my favorite things about college football is the crazy variety. Like last weekend, uh, you watched Wisconsin Iowa play, and it was a slobber knocker game. Wisconsin won like seventeen to nine, and their defense just dominated Iowa. That was super fun to watch. I love like really good aggressive fun defense. And then a couple hours later, Oklahoma beat Texas Tech 66-59 and both teams were over 800. They almost had a mile of offense together. Um Baker Mayfield threw for like seven touchdowns and uh uh Patrick Mahomes tied the NCAA record for passing yards in a game with like 730 right. something. And those like Oh, is that the same fucking sport? Are those two games the <laughs> same thing? How is this existing in the the same universe of, uh, and that will never happen in the NFL because right. like there's a brand, and like people people see Belichick and then do what he does, and then it kind of seeps to the league. Nobody goes outside the box for fear. <laughs> I don't I don't know. There's yeah. like a certain style of play and everybody kind of people some I mean, teams run more some, a little bit. I don't know. Something to do with the fact that it's such a more even playing oh, yeah. field. Like yeah. You have for all sure. these That's I've said this for like I think Roger Goodell's wet dream is for every single team to go eight and eight. Right. Like <laughs> which but I mean, is like, like I mean the disgusting playing field of the talent. Like yeah, once you get that, to the yeah, level exactly because there's hundred and twenty what Seven. teams. Hundred and twenty seven teams. So you can play teams that where maybe you oh, can yeah. get by with like these kind of for not sure. tricks, but but yeah, in the NFL it's like uh eh, for sure. It's a little I more mean, straightforward. Because like, you've seen you've seen things pop up in the NFL and have an impact and then go away. Like the Wildcat for the first year when like Cad Cadillac Williams was doing that with Miami, teams didn't know what to do with it. And then the next year, they all had film on it, and it was done. Right. And then, I th- it, like, RG3 and Kaepernick, they are they were the, the same season, right? Their first, like, breakout seasons. And nobody knew what to do with that. And then they figured it out, and it went away. So it's, like, hard for, like, innovation to take root, I feel like. Because there is, uh, um, like, in... Uh, in college, there's miles of offensive innovation, and then you're catching up, and you're just starting to see teams actually kind of figure out how to deal with spread teams now. Right. In the NFL, that like somebody makes an offensive leap, and it is good for maybe like ten weeks or a year, and then and then they catch up way faster than they do at the other level. Right. But yeah. So, anyways, though, back to my theory, I do think. That maybe it's partly just the idea of the quarterbacks and maybe not just quarterbacks, but I feel like the NFL is like when you're tuning in on Sunday, if you're just a fan that's just going to watch it, like, yeah, like, especially if it's Drew Brees versus Peyton Manning, it's like, I'm not me personally, maybe, but if you're a big NFL fan, that's a, that's a huge draw. If you don't have those kind of rivalries, 
the it's season, like, these early games, like, it's mean, like meaningless. Uh, when, like, a, a big cast of SNL leaves at the same time. Like, because you're, you're, I mean, like, Breeze yeah. and Roethlisberger and Brady are, are still around, but, um, like, you know, they were so much different yeah. five or six years ago. And now you're kind of waiting to see who's going to, like, Mariota is probably one of those, is going to be one of those dudes, I feel like. But he's not there yet. Yeah. He threw a touchdown pass to his left tackle. Did you see that? No. This week. That was cool. He, like, they did this, uh, they did, like, a rollout bootleg thing, and he swung back around, and his uh, left tackle had, like, leaked out, and uh, just threw it to him for, like, and he ran for, like, 12 yards. It was great. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Lewan, Michigan grass. I was going to say. <laughs> uh... I can always find a way to bring it back, Matt. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to check on this uh, this Chicago Cubs-Cleveland Indians World Series yeah. going on right now. Boy, oh, boy. Whoever thought that those two teams would play for yeah. it all, huh? Top of the seventh, it is Chicago Cubs zero, Uh-oh. Cleveland Indians three. Uh-oh. So not looking good if you're a Chicago Cubs fan. At least um, in this game. It's game one. There's a Washington State's football coach is a as a just a weirdo. He like he loves pirates and he talks about like wars from the eighteen hundreds all the time. Somebody asked him about the World Series at his press conference this week and he like went into Cubs fans. It was pretty he was like, you know, Chicago seems like one it it just seems like there's too many Cubs fans out there. It's like any he goes, any yuppie with a BMW or a fancy attachment for his laptop or a pair of designer jeans always talks about my cubbies. Like, what are you talking yeah. like, about? It was pretty crazy. It is crazy. I don't <laughs> understand. Like, why are there no White Sox fans? I do not get this. Racism. Like, oh, wow. Because it's the South Side? Yeah. <laughs> True. It's just so weird. I mean, they won a World Series not that long ago. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't. I mean, I get. I get that the Cubs would have more just because of whatever, because they've established this. They still play at um, well, Wrigley. Wrigley. Like, that's still there and everything like that. Whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it could very well be a Southside thing. Yeah. But even <laughs> still, like, it's just – it's so annoying. Yeah. The Cubs fans – we talked about it this last I, time. There is, I, there is a perception that, like, Cubs fans are uppity Northsiders and the, who will never go to – like take the train to the south side for the game because they don't want to, like, whatever. Right. I've been to a White Sox game. I had a good time. I've never been to either. I am not the biggest baseball fan, but I've been to more parks than I thought that I ever would. I've been, obviously, seen Tigers, White Sox, Seattle, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Boston, and I think that's it. Wow, the yeah. only other professional major league MLB, the Major League Baseball Association, major league baseball Association. Major, the MLA, major league, major league baseball, just MLB, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> MLB, capping at that. Is that a, that's a research paper for MLA you. is yeah. research for. <laughs> uh, but uh, the only other stadium I've been to it was uh, the Montreal Expo Stadium, while that was still a team. Nice, yeah. I uh we went to three or four different stadiums on our big road trip 
after uh, college, and we saw Ken Griffey Jr.'s last game because he like retired in the middle of the season. Yeah, and we went to the Mariners, and they had these things called Dingleberries, which were right. strawberries on like a kebab dipped in chocolate, and they called them Dingleberries. Very great, of course. Anyway, <laughs> but like um, they were down. They were down by like three runs. Uh, no, two runs. They had two on base uh, and two outs in the ninth. And they brought Ken Griffey off the bench to pinch hit. And everybody kind of got excited. Like, here he is. Let's do it. Yeah. And then he struck out <laughs> looking. <laughs> and the next day we were like in the car driving to San Francisco. And just like, in the baseball news, Ken Griffey Jr. has decided to retire. I was oh, like, oh shit, we saw his last at bat, yo. Nice. Yeah. I saw Scott I was at Scott Mitchell's last game for the Lions. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when I believe it went I'm into sorry. overtime. <laughs> yeah, I believe it went into overtime and Scott he threw Mitchell. He had led oh man, I'm probably remembering the, remembering this incorrectly, but I'm pretty sure he led a comeback, got them into <laughs> overtime, then threw an interception, a pick six. <laughs> Game over and never played it again in that game for the Lions. <laughs> that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Actually, if if his career didn't end like that, it should have. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy though. I mean, he had, I don't know, those 90s. The Lions, Lions have won a couple in a row. Yeah, they've won three in a row. Two, right, they're they, four and two now. Redskins and. I think they've won the three in Rams. a row. They've won their last three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, we haven't talked about them at all. I just saw but some. Again, yeah, I saw an article. Oh man, I think I already closed it. There was an article. It was like the the Lions traded somebody and re-signed somebody else, and I'd never heard of those two names. So <laughs> it was meaningless to me. It's so weird. That's. I feel like that's a thing, and I know I'm contradicting myself because. I've talked about how meaningful it is to have great seasons, even if you don't win the championship yeah. like that, except for the Lions where it's just been losing so long that I just I just don't care until they win a playoff game. Like I, there's, I'm not excited. There's I, no room for hope for me. I have a work friend who is like, uh, he has said, if the Lions ever somehow won a Super Bowl, I don't think I could be a fan. He's like a diehard fan. He has season tickets or whatever. He's like, I don't think I could be a fan anymore. Like, it's just like losing is like, that's what I grew up with. And it's like intertwined with my Lions fandom. And if they're not that, like, I don't think I could continue to root for them. He's that's like, crazy. He's like talking about it, like hanging up his fan jersey. If they ever, if they ever somehow won a Super Bowl, no, I don't know. Like, why yeah. are you putting yourself through this? No, it's crazy, and that's why it's just it's just been so long that that's the thing is that it's all meaningless until they just win one playoff game, one. win a playoff game because in their history since the Super Bowl started they've won one, right? Yeah, which is all I'm sure a topic people have covered ad nauseum, but uh, that also and reminds I, me I, before I can even remember. Yeah, that also reminded me the fact that. The, so everything goes in cycles except for the Lions because they just lose all the time. But I just realized this today because there was a couple articles that came out where Rip Hamilton said that the Pistons, the 2004 Pistons could beat this year's Golden State Warriors. <laughs> now? Yeah. Which, what, like the, yeah, them no, now? No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Get the team back together. Yeah, yeah. No, but he was saying that. And like instantly, if 
I was not a Pistons fan, I would read that and just dismiss it quicker than <laughs> yeah. it take, took me to read it. But I'm like, you know what, though? They had a pretty deep bench. And yeah. You do these things right. But what's crazy is that so the, the Pistons won the championship in 89 and then 90. And then the next time after that was 2004. So it took them 14 years to win another championship. Now, right now, we are 12 years since their last championship. And making progress. Yes. The difference being that the Pistons won their two championship, but had a lot more success leading up to it. Yeah. And the fall after that, like they went to the Eastern Conference Finals in 91 against the Bulls, lost to them. And then it was pretty much the bad boys were over after that year. Where the, the Pistons, left. yeah, they won a championship, went back to the championship, and then we're in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think, two or three more times after that. So there's a little more time where they're on top after. But, yeah, so I did not realize how long it had been since they won the championship because it seemed crazy long from 1990 to 2004. Yeah. But right, we're but almost... you were a child. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Growing. Yeah. Andy, Andy took his, started with his hands close and extended them because I was growing. You're, growing. You're a growing boy. Like yeah. a stretch Armstrong. Yeah. But it's crazy. Like, we could be back on that cycle. And it's yeah. also no guarantee that the, they'd win a championship. Like, there's over 30 teams. Yeah. And, and some of them are pretty dang good. Yeah. Some of them have Steph Curry and Kevin Durant now. Yeah, they're really going to dominate. Oh, my God. I I was listening to a podcast. Unless it's like a battle of egos and they all just like fight for points. Like no, it's not going to be. Shots. Not this year. Maybe maybe who knows what happens. Maybe they can't do but it for years. They seem like years. pretty chill dudes. They're not like right. Carmelo or something. And even then, like maybe you could not do this for eight years. They would get sick of it or whatever. They'd want their individual fame. But for one year, I think... I don't think there's any doubt that they will set the egos aside to try to win a yeah. championship. And I just, I can't imagine the situation. It would take LeBron James to have just a crazy, like last year, LeBron James put the team on his shoulders and just yeah. was LeBron James and beat <laughs> yeah. them. But now this year they have Kevin Durant and it took him seven games to do it last yeah. year. And Draymond Geen. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. <laughs> Draymond Green got suspended. Like I just don't see the situation where I don't. I, I can't picture the situation yeah. injury free that because they still State have everybody loses. else too, right? From that team, they just added Durant. Yeah. Well, they switched. Basically, they switched Harrison Barnes for Kevin Durant, and Harrison Barnes has been good for them, but like kind of shit the bed yeah. in the in the playoffs. So it's. I mean, obviously, Kevin so Durant would be an upgrade over anybody. Durant but, and Curry and and. Uh, who's that? Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Draymond Green. Yeah. And then oh, rounding it out, who's... Oh, man. Why can't I picture who would be... They have Andrea Godal still out, but he wouldn't be starting. Um. Yeah, that's going to be a crazy team. Yeah. I, I don't know how you can compete with them. I, I, it's not possible. And it kind of sucks. Uh, I... It kind of sucks. Like, what is the <laughs> Why point? Why is this fair? Yeah, you look at the, and I, it's not a matter of like Kevin Durant shouldn't have done it, but yeah. there is something about basketball, and we've had this conversation before. It's inherently like where you can do this, where you can stack a team yeah. in a way that they can't be beat. Like, they're, I don't know. How are they not going to make the finals? It's they sh It shouldn't be yeah. possible. And there's like little interest. It's like, well, let's just skip to the playoffs. It's going to yeah, be fun yeah. to watch the Pistons because they're developing. I mean, like, I 
I kind of get that way a lot with the the uh, sports that have crazy long seasons. Like I, I, I will will get into it and then f- completely forget about it, and then like they go on a run or something when games in a row watch again and then fall off like 82 games or fucking 162 right. it's just too much to 162 invest. is crazy it's so crazy <laughs> i don't mind it though i feel like i feel like one big thing is that the pit or not the pistons but the nba in general right now everybody still has this like thought that ah they don't try that hard it's not that interesting but I just think the NBA right now is so good at the top. Sure, there's a lot of teams that are not competing right now, but that's fine because there's a lot of teams in the NFL that aren't going to win the championship or in college football that aren't. Like every team in the Big Ten except for two are not, they have no shot at winning anything. It's fine. Like that's always yeah. there. Some of them are historically right. bad. But for whatever reason, the NBA has. Rutger. Yeah. They've uh, they've gotten this reputation for like oh nobody plays defense or nobody cares or whatever and it's just like it's insane the teams that the top teams are so good and they're playing at levels that no teams like Golden State like last year they're so crazy Steph Curry is hitting like fifty percent from three point yeah. land the year before that the year before Golden State's first championship when San Antonio beat Miami. Ask anybody who watched that series. San Antonio played basketball, team basketball, like no team has ever played. Even better than in than Golden State, just on the fact that they didn't rest so much on talent. Like they were, their offense was just passing the ball with this precision that was it was insane. It was beautiful, and I just don't like. And then it's like people are like, oh, they don't try very hard. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, but maybe like. Around game like forty five, when people are packing it in, like that happens in the NBA where it's like, sure, but like LeBron just takes like yeah, but I five think games that off or whatever before this year, and I think it's still going to be interesting either way. I feel like any Golden State, any Golden State game is going to be interesting if they're playing somebody good. Yeah, uh, but I think if that didn't like, happen, you have to like they broke the regular season record last year. Yeah, like. You have to assume that they're thinking, like, let's do better. Like, they're they going, lost, what, 13 they games? I don't think it's not – it's almost – without really going for it, it's almost impossible to, bet, to be better. No, they lost nine games last year. They lost year. nine games. Yeah, out of 82. So oh, my God. There's just so little room. And I, they've already said – How many did they start? Wasn't it, like, 30 or something? No, they. I think they went 20-0, and 0, something like that. But, oh, right. That was – that would have been the re- – they were going for. Yeah. Steve Kerr, their coach, already said that they're not going to try to do that um, just because it's such an emotional toll and yeah. it's it's such an impossible task to win 74 games. And oh. I could, I don't know. But, <laughs> um, but I think so. All those games are going to be interesting, but I do think that they lost, like that Kevin Durant left OKC. I, you had all these matchups that, like yeah. the TNT games, Wednesday and Thursday be, night games. They yeah. still have Westbrook, but they're not going to be yeah. the team that they have been. There's a combination. There's 10 teams at the top, 10 to 15 teams that any of those two teams pair up. <laughs> and it's just like, I personally, as a basketball fan, I'm like, I'm watching these games. If yeah. Dallas, if Dallas is playing San Antonio or Dallas is playing the Clippers or Houston is great now, like any of those teams match up, it's like, this is great basketball and they're going to go at it. That's the thing is that when these teams played each other, 
They were going at it. None of these teams wanted to lose. And yeah, I'm not going to watch, you know, every single um, Pistons Bobcats. I would watch any Pistons game. I'll <laughs> any watch. Pist- you watch 82 Pistons games a year. Uh, last year I didn't have cable. The year before that, I I would be willing to bet I watched. I feel like the last week of the season I maybe didn't watch, but let's say the first. 60 games of the season. I bet you I watched every one. Maybe yeah. missed. I probably missed 5 to 10% of the games, but some of the games I watched more than once. Yeah. Like I DVR'd them and watched them again. I do. Yeah. If I have cable this year, I will watch them. Because even if I wasn't home, even if I knew the score, I will still watch a yeah. game I didn't see the next day. I watch, obviously, every Michigan football game, and I try to watch every basketball game. But if they play, like... Eastern Kentucky or some shit. I'm and I'm busy that night. I'm not gonna make an effort. Right. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. I used to record when I had DVR is the greatest thing in the world. I used to would record the the Wednesday night. ESPN has Wednesday night basketball and then TNT has Thursday. If it was a good matchup, I would record those and watch them the next day or whatever. And as long as there wasn't a blowout, I would watch them. Yeah, there is there is a difference. Uh, even if I have kept myself from watching or from finding out what happened, there is still a different like kinetic energy of knowing that it's not For happening sure. right now. Even yeah, if you said even if you knew you don't if know I, if I, like there you was, don't know the outcome. I, even I it's specifically right? remember when I was in high school. Michigan played at Wisconsin, and I got scheduled for a Saturday or whatever uh, at work, and I taped it. It was the only Michigan game I can remember not watching live. And I was sitting there in my room, like, at midnight or whatever, and like, man, I could just, like, just fast forward. <laughs> I can't, right. Like, I know, like, it was a different, it was a weird, different feeling. I yeah, I lost that game. Yeah, I remember watching games. You just have like a different feeling. Even oh, for you, sure. you don't know if you don't know the outcome, but yeah. you still feel like it's this not is live. already done. Yeah, there there is an outcome. I only, just don't know it. It's very strange. It's the only thing like that, you know. Yeah. The, the the last TV show I watched live was Breaking Bad, and I probably won't ever do that again. Right. I like I wait for, I wait for like. Silicon Valley to finish its season so I can watch them all at the same time. Go through them. Yeah. I still watch those. The HBO shows I still watch on a weekly basis, but not live. Yeah. I watch them on HBO Go. I But you have to did do start watch Westworld because I heard so many good things. And I haven't started Recommend it very much. It is so Let's good. See. Robots having sex. I don't know. Robots feeling. <sighs> I, it hooked so me like, like a 10 Will minutes Smith movie. No, it's so much better. Bad Boys? No. So, it's like amusement park, right? No, I've already heard it. I don't want to hear it again. It's so good. I don't doubt it. I I'm just, you know, it. we'll see. But uh, we are we are right at about an hour. We're pushing up against it. All right. It seems about good. Yeah, let's call it. Let's call it. Hey, guys. I thought you were talking to me. Um, I was like, what? We lost a... We lost Drew Sharp. Uh, and his last tweet before death was three words. State still sucks. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, 
Let's uh, go out on a moment of silence for Drew Sharp. If anybody doesn't know, Drew Sharp was a columnist for the Free Press, right? Or the news? Free. Free Press. Um, longtime columnist. He was a, he was a good, like, he was fucking great dude. Um, like, when I was a sophomore in college, I did stringer work for the Free Press. And uh, basically, I was like a quote mule. Like, the, the writers very busy or whatever, so they would send me to the press conference or to the locker room or whatever grab quotes they needed um so i was like a servant basically but the whole game i'm sitting there in between the beat writer and the, and drew and he's like he make made me feel like part of the team it's like having a conversation about the game with me like asking questions like making me feel engaged in a way that he didn't have to and other uh people wouldn't have so he was a good dude nice yeah All right, well, we'll go out on a moment of silence for Drew Sharp.